Oh, not bad, dude. I'm just sitting on here shopping for uh, window ACs. How about you? About <laughs> same. Yep. And also joining us is uh, the freshly healed Graham. How are you? Freshly healed. Hear my voice. <laughs> it's back. I'm okay. doing good. Uh, I took a little bit of time off work to heal up because my voice. And I, when I wasn't sleeping, I was playing some video games. So I made the best of the situation. Yeah, what I want to know... What I want to know is which one of you guys are playing the jungle drums. I was about to say, who's playing Donkey Kong Country Jungle uh, on, on the Wii? It's Nami. Yeah. It's probably Tyler hear... playing with his fidget spinner and nope. hitting the... <laughs> Not at all. I don't hear anything, so I don't know. It but... sounds like somebody typing, uh, oh, but it sounds bassy. Yeah. Nope, not me. It's gone. Mm. Okay. We have a mystery. Magically, it went away. All right, well, <laughs> anyway... <laughs> And also joining us is Eugene. How are you doing? I'm a little bit bittersweet today. I had a long day. It's hot outside. Had to mow the lawn like I do every couple of weeks. And then I sold my kayaks today, so I'm a little bit depressed about that. Can't go kayaking anymore. Why'd you sell your kayak for that? Don't say anymore, just for now. There's well, always there's always the future. I, I just can't use them anymore with a, with a baby now. Can't really go on the river with a girlfriend go fishing so i'm like ah, it's, it's taking up space in my garage plus it's like 400 bucks in my pocket so i'm like okay yeah there you go that'll cover like half the games you're gonna buy this fall yeah maybe <laughs> so, half you know i, I could put down a down payment on, on the xbox one x you know yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, really. hey to join in the conversation everybody you can uh, go and uh, join our page on facebook uh head over on facebook and look up the gaming culture radio forums once you're there, uh, join the conversation, submit questions. If they're right on the show, you'll be entered to win our monthly giveaway, which we'll do next week for the uh, the month of July. We want to let everybody that asks questions today get them in while we're on the show if there's any last-second questions. But we'll do that giveaway next week, and we have a monthly giveaway that's a pretty cool thing, usually either a gift card or some game or memorabilia or something cool. So please head on over and join. We've had some people joining. Really appreciate that. And please take part in the conversation. We uh, we love seeing that page um, alive and well with lots of people talking. So, And uh, you can get all your gaming news over at culturalgaming.com, which is now up and running and good to go. Yeah. We're working out a couple last-second kinks in it, I think, uh, but they're getting that taken care of. So culturalgaming.com for all your gaming news. It's a one-stop shop for Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo, and PC. And you'll also be able to access all of the... Uh, streaming that we do on Twitch and YouTube content as well. So with mm. that, let's head into news, everybody. Uh, Pokemon Go has had a lot of really good things happen to them, but last weekend, not so much. Oh. They had the Pokemon Go Fest in Chicago, which people attended from all over the world. Really excited to, to see you know, the new content that was going to be in the game, the, what was it, Legends or something like that. Yeah, the legendary, uh, there's a couple legendary. of legendary Pokemon. Yeah. Yep. So anyway, the, the game just would did not work there. Wow. And the the live event, the live stream that they had was basically shut it down by booze for, through a lot of it. And you know, to their credit, the presenters tried to trudge on and kind of ignore it. Mm -hmm. But uh, Niantic has made it up, or they're trying to make it up, by... Get, refunding everybody's um, ticket money 
and giving every player that attended $100 in in-game currency, which honestly is more than a lot of companies do for stuff like this. Yeah. But they're still facing a class action lawsuit that just got filed for uh, most of the players that traveled from overseas for all the travel costs that they incurred to attend the event. Um, any hmm. thoughts on that, guys? Well, we I... did live... Go ahead, Mike. I just something small. We do live in the age of, uh, you know, I'll sue you. So I'm not at all surprised that a class action lawsuit is being filed. Um, at the end of the class action lawsuit, they probably each get, you know, a stick of gum and 75 cents. Because um, that's usually how it ends up after lawyer fees. It's like when Canada went on strike in South Park. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Did they get, like, Bennigan yeah. certificates or something? Yeah. yeah, they got, like, a $15 Bennigan's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but go ahead, Eugene. All you know. Uh, I mean, I, I feel bad for uh, Niantic. The the CEO was actually going out on stage and was getting booed off the stage. But I, I've kind of heard mixed reviews on it. Overall, from what I understand, the experience was great. The experience was great overall. It's just that during that time frame of when the event launched, no one was able to get on. And, mm-hmm. and it really wasn't on Niantic's end, which they should have prepared for it. They should have known that all the cell phone towers were going to get bogged down, and that that's exactly exactly what happened. Uh, it wasn't anything on the games end. It was basically the whenever the cell phone towers get overloaded with data being pulled from them, they shut down, and, and that's what happened. But afterwards, uh, a couple hours into the event, people were able to get on. People were able to catch the legendary Pokemon, were able to go to the stops and everything. So overall, I think it was a success, successful event, and I think it was actually... Um, kind of above and beyond that they refunded the tickets and then they also uh, gave the $100, which is a, a lot for in-game currency. And, and, yeah, you know, for so, sure. Um, you know, I can understand that. I, I, don't, I know that some people, like, traveled, but um, I don't think a lot of people, the majority of people were, it's, it's Chicago. A lot of people are going to come and uh, come try out this event because it's the first ever Pokemon Go event of that scale, Legendary <laughs> Pokemon. Um, well, it was to celebrate their one-year anniversary, right? That was Right, the, the one-year anniversary plus... Uh, they're having the the legendary uh, what are they called the where the, everyone teams up and does a uh, a gym together and takes down a legendary and then they have a chance to get it. So um, I don't think it's all nine tech, but they should have known. Maybe they shouldn't have charged for tickets. Um, they should have just had it as a free event um, to get there and stuff. Because I mean, like, what kind of what kind of things do you have to have there to to charge for really? Well, I mean, any anything you're gonna charge money for people to get in though. Trying to make something off of it. Plus, yeah. it, plus it, it helps you control the crowd. Because right, you yeah. the, number, the number of tickets you're selling. That's so, true. I mean, look yeah. at like, but uh, unfortunately, like it didn't limit them enough, though. No, I, they didn't. But look at like PAX, where anybody can go. It's not as limited as E3. And PAX is like shoulder to shoulder throughout the entire hall. Mm-hmm. And most, most uh, like gaming journalists, when you listen to them, they hate going to it. Because yeah. it's just. You can't get anywhere, so yeah. I, I, you know, ticket sales are—they're necessary evil because they help limit the number of people. I think, but still, I think Niantic. I agree. I think Niantic went kind of above and beyond here. So, and if that's true, that it was really just during that one little part of it that there was an issue, then mm-hmm. I'm not sure the class action lawsuits are really warranted. No, maybe. I think that's people trying to get what they can get. I mean, the judge has to look at it and say whether it can go or not. Probably, yeah. probably say no yeah. in this case because it was just a momentary thing, you know? Right. 
yeah, I'm sure it's kind of out of their control as well, right? Like yeah. if they were to blame, like personally, then but like Eugene was saying about the cell towers and yeah. so many yeah. people are trying to log in and bog it down. So really, that's not Niantic's fault. Yeah, I'm sure oh. there's a lawyer that was just at the ready. Oh, that, I'm sure. that got in contact yeah. with people oh, yeah. and was like, "Hey, you want to join in on this class action lawsuit?" They're they're trying to make a dime out of it. Is oh, what sure. it is. For sure. Yeah. So we'll see what happens, and we'll keep you updated as it plays out over probably the coming months because these things take a while. So yeah. we'll keep you updated. Let's let's move on. If you're still waiting to pre-order the Xbox One X, uh, Phil Spencer says it has finally been approved by the FCC, and pre-orders will be available soon. My guess is it's going to be here in the coming week. I think mm-hmm. what he said is kind of they're putting together the strategy for it, which probably means bundles, etc. Yeah, and I'm guessing you'll see. You know, a Forza bundle, a Crackdown 3 bundle, all that good stuff. Battlefield bundle. Yeah, at this point, I'm wondering if they shouldn't just give Crackdown for free. Yeah, right. the more we see of it, the, the worse it looks. Pretty much. And I, I'll tell you, yeah. that game isn't even on my radar at this no. point. No. Personally, no, I have no desire whatsoever to get that game. I, when I think about what I'm getting, I people will say Crackdown 3, and I'll be like, oh yeah, that's coming out too. Mm-hmm. It just... Uh, it didn't look good to me. I was more excited for it when I saw it last year. Did you yeah. guys play Crackdown 2? Like, no, did you guys enjoy that? I did I, play I Crackdown 2. Yeah. I, I just didn't see much of a point to it. It was, it was basically, you know, you got collectibles, you got these really easy missions, you know, and you just go around and, you know, kill your target. And it, I, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of like a small, small-scale Grand Theft Auto but with exactly. guns and no cars, well, there is a little bit of cars, but it, it's just—it's not—it's underwhelming. There's nothing really that, that sets it apart from anything else out there. And is it like online multiplayer as well? I don't remember what Crackdown Two. It's been so long since I played it, but I probably gave probably played it about four or five hours for him. Like you know, and I don't see the point. So, I—I I don't think that game's gonna really show off the power of the One X that much. No, it's not. Forza. I think Forza is, and I Definitely. think Assassin's Creed is from a third third party. Definitely. And I think Destiny Two will too, because when you look at like the kind of the color palette in that game, 4K is gonna make that jump. You know, it's uh, dark backgrounds with bright colors in the foreground a lot of times. So you're gonna, I think that's gonna make that jump. And from a sports standpoint, I think Madden they showed kind of player rendering in 4K on Xbox One X. And it looks great. So there's other games you're gonna be able to play to get that that experience. But right, man, I just don't see I don't see Crackdown doing it. But anyway, you're you're gonna be able to approve yeah. the one X soon. So you know uh, what? You know what didn't get approval by the FCC? What's that? These SNES Classic. Did it really not? Yeah, it hasn't been approved by the uh, FCC. That's why it wasn't available for pre-order yet, even though we all uh, pre-ordered it. By the way, I wanna I wanna say to anybody out there listening. That pre-ordered off Walmart or wherever, and had it canceled. We feel your pain because we're included. In that. Yes. Yes. We jumped I... out. Eugene had the great find, like he saw it, and it was a I think a Friday night, and we were playing. He caught it and he was like, whatever we were talking about. He was just like, stop talking. Nothing's as important as this. <laughs> and, and he said it. I went and pre-ordered right away. Uh, extra one to send um, to Graham. And yes. we're all excited. We're all like, oh, we got it. We don't have to fight the crowds or anything like that. And then they all got canceled and refunded. 
Yeah. yeah. A few we, days we, later. We, yeah. we were actually talking about it on the last podcast, and I was mm. all excited for it, and now yeah. this is the disappointment podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it is. So. <laughs> Sad panda. Yeah. So, yeah, that, or, that's unfortunate. So, we feel for everybody. Sad there, moves. Yeah. So, good that's luck even, to next time whoever had pre orders and lost them. But you should be you should be able to get the Sega Genesis one for with no problems, uh, considering that a third of the games on there are like, um, I think to quote IGN, complete garbage. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Really. Yep. Because they're not actual Genesis games; they're like extra games. That bonus. They, in there. they call bonus, them bonus, bonus games. Game. Sorry, bonus. So it's like getting a bonus bag of crap. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. It's still a bag of crap, but it's, it's a bonus. But but it's terrible. So I but I guess the the actual Sega games on there perform pretty well, right? From yeah. from what we saw. So if you're interested in that, I I had the Genesis when I was a little kid. Yeah, me too. <laughs> that, that's what I played the uh the greatest sports game ever on, by the way, NHL 94. Yeah, it had, it, it had some really that. Sega had really good sports games back in the day. Like they're the king between uh, the Sega Genesis and the Sega CD. They they were the kings of the sports games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I like correct, Cyberball. Correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't Nintendo take a while? Like Nintendo didn't have like NHL '94, and Super yeah. Nintendo had it. Super Super, Super Nintendo had it. Had it. And yeah, they had Wayne yeah. Gretzky, and then they had a <laughs> Gretzky was um, awful. But they did what have it? NHL '94 because I personally owned it myself. Okay, okay. Right. when I stand corrected. Did they have Madden too, or no? I, I don't think know. They, I think they had Madden, um, but it, it just wasn't a great platform to play on. The mm-hmm. Sega was a platform playing, and then they they had FIFA. FIFA. I remember playing FIFA on the Super Nintendo, but still, it ran better on the Genesis and the Sega CD. Mm-hmm. Technical yeah. Bowl for football on Nintendo was great. Bo Jackson. Yeah. Yes, Bo Jackson mm-hmm. win. Yes. That com- that Bo Jackson commercial last year. Uh, the Tecmo Bowl based one. I don't know if you guys remember that. That was great. Yeah. The Family Guy, where Family Guy covered it. Uh, I think so. Yeah, they, they yeah. took it off Family Guy because Family Guy made fun of like the the Bo Jackson cheat, where if you play oh. as Bo Jackson, you're you're invincible. Yeah, you're pretty much invincible. Yeah. Yep. So. Yep. Anyway, all right. Running him around. But at, yeah. uh, to go back to the original story, One X <laughs> pre-orders will be available soon. So let's move on. The uh, sticking with Xbox, the summer spotlight has kicked off with Infinite Mini Golf, Even Colony, Fortnite, and Fable Fortune. Um, Mike, I know you picked up Fable Fortune. How are you liking that so far? I think it's well constructed. I, I mean, I, I like the graphics on it. I like the sound effects, and I like the way that it plays as far as rule sets and stuff like that goes. Um, you know, um, it's, it's kind of bare bones right now. There's there's three ways you can play there's a tutorial which doesn't really teach you anything. You're just playing against a computer player. It's not that good. Or you got PvP, which is versus another person, or co-op, which is you two versus a boss. You know, and uh, that's pretty cool. But the really cool thing is, is for a whopping twelve dollars still up until Tuesday, I believe, you can get thirty packs for free with it. And I was looking at the prices, and thirty was forty or thirty. I can't remember what. Which one? But um, it's a top at the most forty is fifty bucks. So okay. you're getting a lot of value for your twelve for your twelve dollars, and it's got a deck builder, and you can actually uh, you can scrap cards for for ink, and then depending on how much ink you have, you can make better cards that you don't already have. You know. That's pretty cool. Yeah, 
yeah so you can and you can, of course you can build a deck um there's it's seven different uh seven different um uh, types of players right now i know there's alchemist merchants um prophets uh shapeshifter um knight and i think there's like two other ones i can't remember off the top of my head but you know they all have their strengths and weaknesses and uh merchant seems to be extremely um um, strong because what you what you can do per turn is based on how much gold you have for the turn and it starts you off with with three then four then five and goes all the way up each turn till somebody wins and the merchant can manipulate it so he gets more you know and but anyways i could go i could go on and on and on but i think for 12 bucks you know you get in now while it's in game preview and i think it's really worth it i do because i can't see just getting any going anywhere but getting better I really hope that uh, Fable Fortune turns into a mobile game because that would be sounds like the perfect game for mobile, yeah, which I know Microsoft Microsoft rarely does it, but uh, I loved uh, Hearthstone, the, the Warcraft card game, and yeah. I love playing it on my iPad. And uh, I think Fable Fortune, uh, hopefully Microsoft turns it into a mobile port where you could play it because that's something I'd like to play on the go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I agree with 100% on that, Eugene. I've yeah. been playing a few of those types of games on my iPad, and this one would be a great one to have on there as well. Yeah, yeah. and then it, Like, yeah. I find these card games work better on a touchscreen instead of with a controller oh, and yeah. scrolling and moving. So that's definitely my preference. Well, you know, uh, it doesn't, there's not, I don't really think you have a, no, you don't have a cursor in this game. It's all done with the with the buttons and the triggers. So okay. there's nothing really to, to highlight in the game. Um but the only problem with uh, it being mobile is mobile players only be able to play with mobile players because it's not going to be on the same sort of operating system as well, uh, Xbox. Well, Hearthstone, Hearthstone, you can play uh, with PC and mobile players. Um, so the, you know, Microsoft might do so because the way Microsoft uh, games works on like I, I have like Halo Spartan Assault and some other little mini Microsoft games, and it links up with my Microsoft account so I can I can right. play online with Microsoft players and I can play uh, uh, I can gain achievements and stuff so if they would do something like that I totally agree with you right the last time I saw Microsoft do anything on mobile and PC it had to do with the you know that was it the Windows platform the Win phone, Windows phone or whatever and those things are pretty much all dead no so. uh, I, I, st- I, I still play uh, Microsoft games there's a uh, um, they, they have like the Microsoft Solitaire collection. They've got, like I said, Spartan Assault, um, where you can mm-hmm. do things and have league rewards and stuff. And it all links up to my uh, Xbox Xbox account. Hmm. Cool. Yeah. yeah, I thought Microsoft didn't even dip their hand in uh, iOS and Android, really. Mm-hmm. A little bit, not too much. Of course, these days you you look at the top lists and it's all Candy Crush and a bunch of other crap that no that everybody that sucks the Don't money say nobody people's plays. wallets. <laughs> yeah. 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 Everybody, yeah. So, yeah. Anyways, what else we got, Ty? All right. So there's a game coming in this that I wanted to touch on real quick with you guys. I don't know if you've seen it. I think it's called Dead Alliance, right? And it's coming out next week or the week after. But it's doing something really cool and original. So you can buy the entire game for full sixty dollars, which has single player plus multiplayer. Or they're offering you the opportunity to buy the multiplayer only version of the game. Really? Hmm. For a cheaper price. That's interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. And when I think of this, I immediately think of Call of Duty. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, yeah. You know? 
Because uh, some people just play it for the multiplayer. They yep. do not do the single campaign at all. It also makes me think of games like Madden for Ultimate Team. What if Madden just charged like $20 for Ultimate Team and let you play that and they, they still make a ton of money off the packs and more people get the game? Mm -hmm. Yep. Do you guys see that as a trend? Do you think that's going to break smart. as a strategy or do you think it's just a one-time deal with this game? They might experiment with it just to see how it plays out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they gotta—they definitely gotta test the waters before they, you know, go go all in. Can't believe I just used that poker term, but I yeah. did. So I'll be honest, like Call of Duty for me, I play the campaign every time I get the game. Mm -hmm. I actually kind of enjoy it. And it's super over the top, and it's like total Michael Bay stuff, but I enjoy it. Right. Because I, because I know what I'm getting. I'm not expecting anything that's like Academy Award worthy, or you know, like Game of the Year story-wise or whatever, but but uh, I think a lot of players would jump on that. And there's, I know I'm in the super minority. Like, 90% of players that get Call of Duty never touch the campaign. So... Yeah, that's true. That's very true, because I never really did. Yeah, and yeah, that's, that's an actual number, by the way, 90%. So, they've done the research. Oh, alright. But, play yeah. Patterns of players, but it, it makes sense. Grab it and jump into multiplayer, right? So... Right. I, I think for games like that and for, like, Battlefield and, you know, and it's funny given that, that when Battlefront came out, there was such a, like, fit over there being no campaign. Yeah. Because when there's shooters like this, most people just jump into multiplayer and they go. Right. Um, I think players just want the option. Right. Yeah, Titanfall was like that as well. There was yeah. no single-player campaign. Yeah, there wasn't in the first one. Well, there kind of was, but it wasn't. It was... It was it was a campaign in the same way that Destiny 1 had a story. So, it just was, but it wasn't. But the second one has a legit campaign. It's one of the best shooter campaigns I've ever played. So, I don't know. I just think it's a really cool idea and a cool concept, and the game actually looks fun. I don't know if you guys have seen it. If you haven't, check it out. But it actually looks like a fun game. Uh, Dead Alliance, it's called. But Dead Alliance. Yeah, it's part, of this, it's part of this summer sale, or summer promotion, so... Yeah, it looks cool, and I thought the, the two different versions of the game were, was a really cool concept and something new and fun. Anyway, all right, let's wrap up with uh, Xbox and PlayStation have announced uh, Games with Gold and PlayStation Plus, respectively. Let's start with Xbox. Starting on the 1st, you can get Slime Rancher, whatever that is. Yeah, it was really popular on PC okay. for a while. And on the 16th, you can get Trials Fusion. Mm -hmm. Xbox One. Yeah. So during August, you can get Bayonetta and Red Faction on Xbox 360 as well. Yeah. And on Xbox One with backwards compatibility. Or on PlayStation Plus, uh, the titles for August. And I just put down the PS4 one, so I apologize. Assassin's Creed Black Flag, Freedom Cry, the standalone story in that game, just that standalone, is free. And just cost three. So once again, PlayStation has the better games. Because they have a serious AAA game in there that's not really that old. Yeah, just cost. Yeah, just cost when, three, when did that come out? What last December? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's holiday, holiday 2016. Yep. Yeah. And I'm really glad now that I didn't buy it because I'm gonna download it for free on PS4 and play it. So, man, I really want to see Xbox step up and just put something good. I mean, it's hit and hit and miss sometimes, but uh, I'm, I'm excited for Bayonetta because Bayonetta. Yeah. Uh, was a fantastic game on 360, so we'll get to play that backwards compatible. And uh, 
Yeah, I, uh, might Trials, try that I actually well. I like Trials Fusion. Um, it's it's a game that you can just pick up and play really quickly. It's Why it's it's very fun. It's very fun and addicting and uh, pretty challenging too. So, uh, but the slimes, the slimes ranger as their, you know, forefront key title. You know, I've never heard of it. It might be fantastic, but um, it's kind of hit and miss with them sometimes. Eugene, it would be like a PlayStation put that I'm Mayo game that you loved. Yeah, as the, as the forefront, the forefront title. Yeah. yeah. You know, there's yeah. there's a lot of Xbox games that you can put out, and they have put Sunset Overdrive, and they finally put Rise, like way too late, but they finally did it. Yeah, and you know, Xbox back in the day did put Black Flag, the original game, <laughs> on, uh, you know, games of gold, but not the expansion. But um, you know, it's hit and miss. It's just I wish they were more consistent, like you said. But every time you see the articles where they like add up for the year the dollar value mm-hmm. of the free games between Xbox and PlayStation. PlayStations are always more valuable. That's true. They just are. And, you know, Xbox, they can do better there. They just can. And I wish they would. Something about Xbox, too, is whenever you, games with gold, you actually own the game. You own the title. Uh, PlayStation 4, you have to have. I thought Xbox changed that now. I thought they made it tied to a live active gold account now. Uh, as far as I know, uh, it, I yeah. As far as I know, if you get the game, it's in your library forever. Uh, okay. You don't have to have a, you don't have to have an active membership if so, you mm-hmm. pay for that month. That reminds me, though, real quick before we move on out of news, uh, PlayStation is actually increasing their PS Plus prices in Europe and Australia. Yeah, about ten bucks. Do you think that's a precursor for an increase, another increase in the U.S.? I think from what I, I read, I heard that too. And from what I read is more to level set, to level mm-hmm. set the pricing. I, I still think it's overall going to be $60 uh, American. Yeah. So I, I, I don't think so. I think it was just to level set the pricing across the globe. And I'll say this for you. This, PS Plus has been a lot more stable mm-hmm. like in this year than we've seen. Is yeah, we haven't, we haven't seen it come down at all. No. I mean, it has, like, for a day or two or hours or whatever. But that happens with Xbox all the time, too. And, you know, (laughs) knock on wood, we're coming into the holiday season, and that's when all the bored teenagers want to have their fun and shut it down. Yeah. But, as you guys know, Christmas week, there's always some threat of shutting it down and all that stuff, which is stupid. We we, we steered cleared last uh, holiday, right? Because there's all the threats last holiday and then... uh, Everything was fine, as far as I remember. They were, because, well, I think these companies are ready now, too. You know? And they're not even hacking. It's, (laughs) people call them hackers. They're not hackers. They're just overloading the the server. That's all they're doing. They're they're just... Maybe that's, maybe that's what happened with Pokemon Go. uh, Pokemon Go. Maybe. Maybe somebody just DDoSed it. Maybe. You never know. But I hope that doesn't happen again. I, I hope it, the one that I'm really worried about, if it does happen, is PlayStation. But to their credit, Microsoft actually reached out to PlayStation to offer to help them last time this happened because they both got hit, and Microsoft got back up first, and then they reached out to PlayStation and offered to help get their service back up. Yeah. Did you Did you hear about Christmas the guy? They, they, they caught ago. the guy. Yeah. yeah they, they, caught they caught the guy. Him. And, and he got like he got like four four months of prison. Yeah. That's it. I mean, for I'm ruining sorry. everyone's Christmas. Yeah. Throw this guy in jail for ten years and nobody'll do it anymore. 
<laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'm sorry, but it's illegal. I'm sorry, but it's illegal. What they say? Don't do the crime if you can't do the time. <laughs> and like, I get Grammy. Like the first. <laughs> well, Mike, why should there be no punishment? No, I'm no, I'm with you on that one. I'm with you on that one. But it's kind of like that. That's kind of like the whole weed thing. Like, like you know, they gave some dude 10 years because he had like a gram on him and uh that didn't stop anybody from doing anything but if they did something where they could if they got like let's say three or four individuals gave each two years you know even if they were juveniles put them in juvie for two years that would slow some people down because i don't think people really want to go to prison for hacking what what i'd argue is that the difference is and i want to get into like a a 420 discussion on the podcast but that's become much more mainstream and common like how many how many like people in high school and college don't do it now you know or at least try it yeah yeah so but not everybody's out there trying to shut down xbox live you know it's a much smaller group much much smaller and the, the people Nobody. that watch and they're like, that's cool, I can get attention. Because there's, prob- there's a difference. Like, these people that are doing this, they want attention. Yeah, like risk-reward, right? Yep. These people are doing it for nothing. Either they're trying to make some stupid point, like your service isn't secure, so I'm going to shut you down and ruin everybody's Christmas. Or some of them might have some pipe dream that they'll show how awesome they are and get hired. <laughs> but, yeah, that didn't happen. No, that didn't happen. But people that do, like, you know, marijuana or whatever, they're not out for attention. And they're not really hurting anyone. And personally, you know, I'm not going into politics, but personally I think it should be, you know, I think what Washington and Colorado have done and other states should be the the way it is. Welcome to the 420 podcast, everybody. (laughs) I know. Sorry. (laughs) But they're, they're not hurting anybody. And they're not trying to hurt anybody. So the, the the people that shut it down, like, over the holidays and stuff, they're they're trying to, like, ruin people's holiday. So, yeah. like, I say throw them in jail for 10 years. And then uh, and the people that look up to them might say, be like, eh, maybe I won't do that. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's, uh, but, but it's weird because, you know, that they, they went, didn't they, like, hunt this guy down? And then they found him. And then they gave him, like, what? Wasn't it just a few months, right, Eugene? It was, like, four months? It was, it was just a few months. And then uh, <laughs> the guy that ousted him, like, the guy that turned him in and, like, reported his information and stuff, mm-hmm. got more time in jail than he did. Got a harsher yeah. punishment. Because he hacked, he like, he hacked the guy's information. Um, and so he got charged. And he got a harsher punishment than the guy that actually did the crime. <laughs> which is ridiculous. That's, that is pretty ridiculous. Yeah. That's our justice system. It wasn't our justice well, system. It, wasn't it was like ours. It was Sweden, UK. Right? Yeah, it was UK or Sweden or something. Yeah, something like that. I think it was in one of the um, Scandinavian states or, or countries. But anyway, uh, if we have nothing else to talk about um, game or weed related, we'll, <laughs> <laughs> we'll move on. Uh, that's going to do it for news this week, everybody, uh, on that wonderful note. And, yes. Uh, we're gonna turn what a wonderful note that was. I know. We're going to turn over to Graham. To tell us what we're getting in stores. Okay. 
Next week, we have an even split of new releases for Xbox One and PS4. And a couple of these titles will be released for both systems, and one will be joining Xbox One release on the PC. So let me tell you all about it. So starting on August 1st, we have Shadow Tactics, Blades of the Shogun, which will be released for both Xbox One and PS4. And after that, we have four more new releases for PS4. Those are Dino Frontier, Demetrios, The Big Cynical Adventure, Patapon Remastered, and The Long Dark. Now, Demetrios will be released on the following day on the 2nd for Xbox One. Now, also being released on the 2nd for Xbox One, we have Tacoma. And this game will be released a day earlier on PC. Then to end off the week, on the 4th, we will get three Xbox One titles and one PS4 title. For Xbox One, those games are Race Arcade, The Way, and Mr. Shifty. And for the PS4, we will be getting Lawbreakers. So as you can see, or hear, there's not a whole lot in terms of new releases for consoles. So this kind of helps balance out for the new releases that we got last week, which was plentiful. So let's throw it on over to Mike and see what deals are out there in the world of gaming. Mike? All right, boys and girls. So I'm going to skip the deals with gold and uh, PS4 free games because we pretty much covered that in the news. Now, there are a couple of interesting sales going on right now. Um, right now, Western Digital, My Passport Ultra 4 terabyte external HDD USB 3.0 manufacturer recertified hard drive is uh, 89.99 via Western Digital. They also have the one terabyte for 40 bucks, and they also have the two terabyte for 64. But I mean, you know, for four, you might as well pay the 90 bucks and get the four terabyte. Xbox One Connect via Walmart right now is 40 bucks. So if you still wanted one, you might as well get it now while you still can. I don't even know if they're in production anymore. Um, Borderlands the Handsome Collection is 14.99 at Best Buy right now. 11.99 GCU. Um, Killer Instinct Definitive Edition right now is 22.39 GCU at Best Buy. Elder Scrolls is 7.99 on the Microsoft Store. Um, if you've never had a chance to play Alien Isolation right now via Groupon, you can get it for 14.99. So that, that game is really, really, really good. So um, I'm trying to... Re- okay, there's a Silicon Power 480-gigabyte SSD. Uh, it, had, it has to be a 4... Oh, yeah, 480-gigabyte SSD, $108, uh, um, USB 3.0. So that's also available as well. Friday 13th, it's getting um, Tom Savani, Savini designed uh, Jason Voorhees skin for free right now on the Xbox store, so you can get a hold of that. And uh, Diablo 3 Eternal Collection is $38.99 via the Microsoft store right now. Um, Seagate also has an expansion, 8TB uh, USB 3.0, 3.5 external drive right now for $149.99. That's pretty damn good because it's only like... $60 more for double the amount of space. All right. So, that being said, we'll go over to the PS4. Um, select PS4 titles. Exclusive titles are $9.99 at Fry's right now, if you have a Fry's by you. Uh, I know you people in Southern California definitely do. Um, um, Mass Effect Andromeda is $20 Canadian Best Buy. Ooh, go Canada. Yeah, the Canadians get one today. 
Uh, 500 gigabyte uh, Samsung SSD is 149.99 right now. Yes, Samsung. Um, let's see, uh, DualShock 4 wireless controller black, 37.99 at Newegg. Um, they also uh, Western Digital is also doing the same uh, hard drive thing. So obviously, I mean, it doesn't really matter if you have the console or not for it. PlayStation 4 Pro, three hundred dollars um, on eBay right now. Um, that's going to pretty much do it for PS4. Oh, on Groupon right now, as far as the Switch goes, you know, there's not really much there, but uh, you get $25 off a copy of uh, Breath of the Wild right now while supplies last. Or Great game. Yeah, been playing it lately. Yep. And there was also a Humble Bundle, um, but I can't seem to pull it up. Eugene, you got it in front of you? Uh, I don't have it in front of me, but I kind of get the gist of it. Uh, so there's two Humble Bundles right now. There's a Telltale Bundle, and then mm-hmm. there's also a Deep Silver Bundle, which Deep Silver, um, they made the games... Uh, Jesus. Deep <laughs> Silver... Saints Row. They made the Saints Row yeah. franchise. Um, yeah. they, so they have uh, those on sale right now. So for about $15, you get more than more than 12 games uh, from Deep Silver, and I'll have them pulled up here in just a second. So, oh, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so, that, that just did pull up. You get, you get like, Saints Row. You get... Um, Hold on one second here. Where did that go? There it is. Yeah, the Humble Saints Row bundle. For a uh, for dollar, you get Risen 3, Deadlight, uh, Homefront, and Saints Row 2. Um, as far as I'm concerned, Saints Row 2 was the best out of the franchise. And then if you put in uh, more, more than 572, you get Saints Row um, the third, uh, Get Out of Hell, you know, Mighty Nine, Number 9, and the Killer... Killer is I can't read the rest. Killer is dead. Killer, Killer is, is dead. dead. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, fifteen dollars more, you get Homefront, Saints Row Four, Saints Row the Third, and Saints Row Got Out of Hell. So, that's not bad at all. I do not have the Telltale one in front of me right now though. Oh, here it is. Do 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 do. Load. All right. So if you pay a dollar, you get um, Sam and Max Season One, Season Two. Puzzle Agent 1, Puzzle Agent 2, um, Bone, both episodes, um, Hector, Bad of Courage, Telltale, Texas, Hold'em. I didn't even know that existed. Uh, Poker Night at the Inventory, no idea that existed, and The Walking Dead Season 1. And it just gets better and better. Like, you know, next one up, you get Poker Night 2, Game of Thrones, A Wolf Among Us, um, Jurassic Park, you know, stuff like that. And then... Uh, you have to 15, you get Batman and Minecraft, and that's pretty much it. So, what do you got for us for questions this this week, Eugene, sir? Um, so we we had a we had one question that was submitted last week that was uh, posted after we finished the show. So I'll go ahead and read through that. It was from Dylan Anderson. What do you guys do for a living, and how do you balance it with gaming and the pod set of podcast? That is a very good question. So. Uh, I'll go ahead and go first here. Um, we don't have to get into like specific company names or whatever. Um, but I do uh, training for a, a retail company, and uh, Eugene's going to have a very similar answer to me. <laughs> um, but <laughs> I, uh, I do training, so any new salaried managers that come in in the regional area, I do a five-week training class with them, um, basically a teacher, I guess you call it. Um, getting them trained and ready to go do their job. And 
uh, how I balance that with gaming. It's a little easier now um, because the job, uh, the position I held before that with the same company was much, much more time consuming mm-hmm. and much less predictable in terms of hours. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a little easier to balance, but there's still a balance to be had, and and you know, free time is fairly limited, like it is for anybody that you know works full time. I'm sure a lot of our listeners can can relate whether you're employed full time or you're in school full time or you know, hope, hopefully not both. Mm-hmm. You. But uh, but you just have to prioritize, and we've actually been talking about it lately, like kind of game planning, like how we're going to attack this fall together. Yeah. So we don't get fired. (laughs) (laughs) My game plan. (laughs) So, so we don't, sometimes we get like two into one game and, you know, oftentimes it's like NHL because it's just what everybody has that we play with and we play it. Mm -hmm. And then other games that we get really excited for and we buy like Battlefield 1 and Titanfall 2 and, you know, other games we end up not putting in as much time as we thought we would. And I'd say they'd be collecting dust, but they're actually on my hard drive, so they can't physically yep. <laughs> gather dust. They're collecting virtual dust. <laughs> yep. So I, I feel the same way, because I love Battlefield 1, and I really like Titanfall 2, and we just never play, because whenever I get a message from somebody, it's it's literally four characters typed in. It's NHL question mark. And <laughs> that's what it is. So yeah. I, I think we have to be better about prioritizing what we're going to do like we've already talked like two days a week for sure we're playing destiny 2 one's going to be the the nightfall and the other one's going to be the raid once a week and mm-hmm. you know gear up that way and, and level you know get better gear and all that type of thing level up all that good stuff and you know then when other games come out too like you know nhl comes out two weeks after that we'll we'll play that a couple you know three times a week and you know other games um battlefront and there's mm-hmm. there's so much stuff coming out that's awesome like Evil Within Two and Wolfenstein and Forza and so yeah. much Shadow of War and, not to mention yeah, yeah Shadow of War not, not to mention Mario Odyssey and <laughs> you know all these games Assassin's Creed Origins plus yes. for plus for me and I know you guys aren't as as big into it but for me um, Call of Duty World War Two is really intriguing and. I'm totally playing it this yeah. year. Totally playing it. So it's it's how you prioritize, and I just think that you have to do a good job prioritizing and not go all in. Mm-hmm. Either just get one game and focus on it, or if you're going to get all of them, then force yourself to say, hey, this night I'm playing this game, and this night I'm playing this game, so on and so forth. So uh, that's it for me. Who wants to go next? I can go ahead and follow up. You uh, know, like you said, uh, uh, I, I work in talent development. We have the same job. So yep. um, talent development, helping managers being successful in their jobs. Um, I find it very hard to mix gaming into the balance anymore. I, I still pick up the hottest games, but it leads to a huge backlog. I have a huge backlog of games for Xbox, PS4, Nintendo Switch, PC, uh huge backlog i think the the latest game that i have finished that's come out in the last few months is is breath of the wild i fantasy right yeah oh yeah so well that came out in december so yeah i I beat final fantasy uh beat breath of the wild i have horizon in my disc drive right now um it's really just getting getting into the mood and just starting it playing it because after after being at work I'm, i'm at work about 10 hours wake up early in the morning and then 
after I get off work, you know, I have my girlfriend and I got my baby. Uh, you know, I'm kind of tired, so I don't really uh, have the opportunity. If it is, you know, like you said, Tyler, it's hey, you wanna, you guys wanna play NHL tonight, and we play that for two hours, and then it's it's bedtime. So um, need to get into having more playing some more single player games. Uh, it's just really about, I guess, I, I could give some advice is uh, just to be more structured. That's what I really need to do is that. Um, I have to force myself to game play games sometimes, but um, really just have a mindset and stay committed to that. I'm going to play Horizon Zero Dawn, and I'm going to play until I beat it. I mean, that's what I've had to do, uh, basically, with games. I, I did it with Ori recently after E3. I'm just like, I'm going to beat Ori, and I did play it for about a week and beat it, and now I'm I need, I'm needing to play another game. But I'm still picking up the latest games. I, I mean, I, I picked up Splatoon 2 last week, played it for a few hours, haven't really picked it up. Mario Kart still playing it, um, playing a little bit off and on of Horizon. Uh, Xbox, I, I finally beat. I forgot about uh, that. I, I finally beat Battlefield One. Working on Titanfall right now, but it's really just uh, being committed and having that mindset that got to finish games and need to stop having ADD. I call it ADD with video <laughs> games, jumping around between video games too often oh, and getting totally. distracted, getting distracted uh, by you know some online games, things like that. So. I think I'm ready for this holiday season. I already have a, a mindset of these are the games I'm going to get, and these are the games I'm going to stay focused with. And some of them I might, um, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait it out until after the holiday, wait for some price drops, and then I'll pick them up and play them. But definitely Call of Duty. Definitely Destiny has uh, my biggest attention right now after playing the beta and everything that I'll probably put the most time into it. That's it for me. That's it. You like to go, Mike? No, you go ahead, man. Okay, well, I work a full-time job as an electrician, and then I let my dishes pull up, and the grass were long. No. Um, so basically, it's managing time. Um, I'm actually going through Breath of the Wild for the second time, which I have so many other games that I could be playing that I haven't even touched, but I'm still having a great time playing it, and I don't feel bad about leaving these other games out. But basically, I just need to throw another game into the mix besides NHL and uh, spend my time with that. Uh, yeah, basically, time management is the biggest thing, and I sleep as least as possible. <laughs> so basically, yeah. when I die, I'll catch up on all my sleep. But yeah, no, I also have like a backlog of games, and if you're disciplined, you can get through it pretty fast. Like if you punch in like maybe four hours a day after work or something like that. But when you go into like the big open world games where you could just kill so much time, you basically got to focus on like going through the main missions of the game and not doing all these side quests and running around and collecting flowers or, or whatever, what have you. Like The Witcher, that was a game that Twice now I've attempted to go through it, and I haven't touched that game in forever. And I honestly don't know when I'll get back to it. Hopefully sometime. I'm just hoping there's a, after all these games come out at the end of the year, maybe there will be, maybe next year will be kind of slow. I'm hoping anyways. But it's really hard, though, when you have PC and you got the Nintendo Switch and you have the PS4 and you get the Xbox One and you just keep buying games. So basically, you just need to be more disciplined and just if you don't know you're going to play that game, then don't get it. And maybe if it goes on sale, get it when it's on discount or maybe it'll come to Games of Gold or PS Plus. So 
yeah, basically you just have to pick and choose your battles and have your head down and charge forward. That's my uh, that's my advice, and I try to take that advice. But sometimes I don't. And that's it for me. All right. Last but not least, Mike. Um, this is kind of a weird one for me. I'm kind of weird about a couple of things, and one of them is disclosing what I do for a living, or you know, stuff like that. I have two sources of income, hopefully three at the end by the end of next week. Um, I I'm just real. I'm just really weird about disclosing certain things like that, um, and to the public. So I'm not going to answer that first question. But the second, the answer to the second question is when I feel like it. Sometimes I just feel like being gone all the time. You know, sometimes I feel like playing video games all the time. Sometimes I don't feel like playing video games at all. You know, um, I make. I guess I guess I just make time for what I want to do. If I want to play video games, I'll make the time for it. If I want to, you know, go to a bar, I'll make time for it. If I want to get ice cream, I'll go make the time for it. I mean, I don't know. I always need to make time to go get ice cream. Yeah, ice cream is very important in life. <laughs> I don't even know if there's a Cold Stone here. Is there a Cold Stone here? Oh, know. Cold Stone's overpriced. I mean, they're I delicious, even, but they're. I wouldn't even know. I, last time I walked into a, a an ice cream shop was Baskin Robbins, so. I don't think we have those in Canada. You don't have Coldstone because you guys are lame. No, no, not Coldstone, Baskin Robbins. Well, then you're double lame. We have Coldstone, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So anyways, um, yeah, that's pretty much that. Let's get the next question going. Uh, Okay. Uh, Brian Richland asked, by the way, happy birthday, Brian. I saw that happy birthday birthday, uh, this weekend and also... I think uh, our next uh, question as well has a birthday as well. We just It's just a birthday weekend. Right. So Brian, oh. Brian Richland asks, do you have any gaming busts that you do when you have a long gaming marathon? So any foods or drinks? A lot of the times I like to have a few beers and listen to some music if the game isn't dependent on its soundtrack. So any gaming must have with you while you're gaming. Well, I'll go ahead and start. I mean, uh, usually whenever, especially if it's like late night gaming, if, if I'm off the weekend, Friday, Saturday night, I'll have a, a small glass of vodka with me and a little bit of chaser uh, or a beer. Um, really, I don't like to eat food while gaming because I'm really picky about uh, keeping, my, keeping, keeping my controller clean and keeping my area clean. So I, I don't do a lot of uh, eating while gaming. Um, so really, it's just uh, having a drink, having a drink next to me. Uh, other than that, uh, I mean, I, I constantly have my phone next to me, especially if it's a tedious game where I have to access a guide or something. I like to have my phone. Uh, guide? Yeah. Come on now. <laughs> well, I, I do a lot of achievement hunting, so I, I don't like to miss yeah. any achievements. Yeah, so if I, if I make it to a point, I'm like, oh, uh, I need help finding this collectible. Um, or I, I know there's a special something you need to do in this chapter. I might, yeah. um, you know. Um, I did that with God of War, actually. Yeah, I'm a big, and that's something else too about time with gaming. Yeah, I love achievements, but sometimes it uh, um, can kind of flatten out the experience for me because I focus too much on, oh, I can't miss, I got to get as much gaming score as possible, gamer score as possible, or many trophies as possible. But uh, I always have my phone next to me, and I like to have a a small little, small, just a small little drink, you know, to uh, ease the tension. Well, on that note, that for game guides, that uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, the collector's edition, the huge one, Eugene, I finally cracked that one open when I was playing through. 
That thing oh. looks, looks so nice, man. Is it beautiful? It's it is beautiful. Mine. Mine's it, in the wrapper. Yeah, I know I cracked it probably a week ago or something like that, but it's yeah, it's awesome. Hmm. That's all I got to say about game guides. <laughs> yeah, right. I got a weird one. I for some reason. I love I, when, when I'm gaming or watching TV or whatever it is. I, I kind of eat like a bird, so I'll eat like a half sandwich at a time. But uh, I really, really, really like uh, um, um, turkey bacon, uh, turkey bacon avocado BLTs. That sounds awesome. Sourdough. So I have a tendency to go through the trouble of making one of those and keeping it, keeping it in foil around me, you know, and sort of just chew on it all night while I'm playing or watching TV. So. Were you were you spying on my Facebook or something? No, why? What's up? I, I posted on Facebook that I had a uh, a BLT and I was talking about I needed avocados for it, so it was just kind of ironic <laughs> that you're you, you can't have up. a BLT without avocados. Want to be a, a, a having avocados? BALT. You can add BLT. anything you want to to BLT, yeah. and it's still a BLT. You've got to have the tomato. It could be yeah. yeah, it's not. It's not a. It's not a bacon lettuce sandwich without the tomato. You got to have a BLT. So. Yep. Yep. Add, add a little mayo. Add a lot of. Add like a full thing of avocado, yeah, right on the cool. top. Smash it down. I don't get know if I want to get that game and getting bacon grease on everything and. <laughs> Avocado. No, no, no. Bake your, bake your bacon, man. I do bake my bacon. I, I just recently have done it since we're talking about... Because frying up bacon is just too messy. Oh, but. No, it smells yeah, it so it's good, though, man. It smells good when you Maybe. bake it. Yeah. Uh, so cooking to... time. If you if you want to bake your bacon, it's a lot. Get a get a uh, some aluminum foil onto a pan. Get mm-hmm. a cookie, a cookie rack, and uh, put your bacon across that cookie rack on top and... Bake it at 400 degrees for about 25 minutes, and you yep. have a greaseless mess, and you have crispy bacon. It's delicious. Yep. It is. So much easier. So many more pieces you can put oh, on. Yeah. Time. yeah. So I don't I really, I don't really, munch, <laughs> I don't really munch on anything while I'm, like, um, playing a game or whatever. But, uh, yeah. but I do... You know, put uh, have something to drink, either maybe a beer or something else. You know, it doesn't uh, uh, maybe soda, maybe water, whatever. Uh, nothing that's really what I would call um, like a, a, a constant habit, though. So I, I can't say I, I have a total gaming habit in terms of what I have or don't have. Yeah, like do. not like food, but the atmosphere is. It's got to be quiet and no distractions. I put on my headset and I got sound canceling headphones, so it, I just get completely immersed in the game. And you can just leave me, and I might get hungry, and I'll go grab something quick to eat, or maybe I'll bring something like the munch on while I'm doing. But basically, I'm not eating too much while I'm playing. Basically, for the same reason, Eugene, I don't like getting grease all over my controllers and stuff like that. So <laughs> basically, I'll just eat and get something in me quick. Like I'll have something to drink, obviously, because. Yeah, stay hydrated. It's important. But yeah, so, I got no no rituals. On on that topic, what is what is your guys's like preferred drink? Because I, I brought up beer last night, and I actually got made fun of for my beer choice. You know, which it really wasn't my beer choice. Just because the title of it, because it just it is delicious. Like so a ridiculous I, title. You know, I'm not I'm not a beer advocate or you know an advertiser for beer, but I was drinking yeah. some while playing some NHL last night. We we're playing the beta. I was drinking some. Not your father's root beer, which is it is a good it is a good heart soda. Not your uh, father's. Is it your mother's? 
Now there's a there's a not your mother's apple pie, which is an apple pie beer. Um, but I was drinking the not your father's root beer, which is is pretty good. And I was also drinking some lightning kugels. But usually I, I'm not, I'm a blue moon guy. I'm a blue I love blue moon. Uh, put a little slice of orange in there. I, I like relaxing. Uh, what are your guys' go to beers? Well, you know what I I drink beer because. <clears throat> I turn into an asshole when I'm when I'm drinking hard liquor, and it's like a cross between a, an asshole and Doc Holliday from Tombstone. So it's never, never, ever, ever pretty. But I would forgo all the beer in the world for either tequila sunrises or or vodka and pineapple. Well, but as I far am... as beers go, God, uh, Newcastle, I guess. I like Newcastle, nice pale ale. For beer, for me, I. I stick to something simple, plain and simple. Um, I always say I am Canadian and I drink Canadian. It's Molson Canadian beer. You guys don't get it in the States, which unfortunate. Yes, we but, do. Well, whatever. Name name I, a Canadian beer. What's a Canadian beer you drink? Hoser Moose beer. Head? Moosehead? Let me get that here. Alexander, Ke- Alexander Keith's. Never heard of that. Alexander one. Keith? Yeah. Is he like Sam Adams? He's like the staple of Canada. Uh, who's, Al- who's Alexander Keith? Something to do with Nova Scotia. I'm not quite sure. It's a Nova Scotian okay. beer. I am not a beer connoisseur. Basically, my attitude is after you drink one or two of one beer, you pretty much drink any beer except for like really, really dark ones like Guinness and stuff like that. It's kind yeah, of uh, yeah, that's true. Kind of an acquired taste. <laughs> yeah. But quite yeah, as far as like normal domestic beers, after you have one or two of your own, you drink any beer. Like you go to a party and. You run out of beer, you're going to ask for a beer, and someone gives that your name. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm going to just stop drinking beer. Yeah, I mean, I'm, 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 like, I'm drinking a Bud Light right now, that. so. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I probably drank Bud Light, too, and I've never bought one, but I've drank them. Problem is, is the is is the low low alcohol content. I hate drinking beers that have low alcohol content, because you got to drink like 40 of them to even get there. You know, I just want to get there with the least amount of carbs and call it a night. Hmm. Yeah, for me, uh, my, my favorite beer is probably Blue Moon. Um, my second would be probably Labatt. But Labatt Blue. Yep. <laughs> but I'm not, no. I'm not a dark beer guy. I know a lot of people love it. I just don't. Yeah, I'm with you on yeah. that one, Tyler. So, well, if I was if I was gonna stay away from the dark beers tie, I'd say Stella then. Mm-hmm. I like Stella Artois. Artois. Really I like just yelling Stella. Give me a Stella. <laughs> Give me a Stella. All right, let's move on to our next question. Uh, so, Stephen Wiseman, happy birthday, Stephen Wiseman. Happy birthday, Stephen. Happy birthday, Stephen. Uh, since there's bite, so. <laughs> it's like birthday announcements. Yeah. Uh, since there's been a few betas recently, so I know we played Destiny 2 and we played NHL 18, uh, recently for games we're looking forward to, has there been a game where it's beta convinced you to either buy because you weren't planning on buying or not buy? Well, I haven't had that experience too often. Um, I d- not recently. It probably wasn't beta, it was probably a demo, but when I played Battlefront, the first one, I did not enjoy the demo whatsoever yeah, you're and talking about that, the EA access right the the 10-hour deal oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so i guess it's kind of like a beta i guess but well, no, not... that, that's the actual game i mean that's the final game yeah so you're playing the real deal 
Okay. And that's fair. Well, that, yeah. So th- when I played that, I it turned me off from it because I thought about maybe getting it. Mm-hmm. But it, it did turn me off. But as far as playing one that I'm like, oh, I got to get this. Uh, nothing comes to mind. Um, but I've never played Destiny 1 and I played the beta Destiny 2. And I had a really good time, and I'm happy that I pre-ordered it, and I'm definitely looking forward to playing it. It, it, it was a fun game. So, so I want to bring up, we do have another question from David Cockrum. He asked, fillings on the Destiny 2 beta, um, it ended this week. Uh, it felt really far off on gameplay and being finished for me. Characters were not moving smoothly. It felt jerky at times. Uh, well, I, I just want to say that it's it's a beta. It is a beta, so you're, you're going to have that experience. Um uh, Destiny 2, and I, I'm pretty sure the Destiny 2 beta, it was an early build, was it not? They they, they said it was an early build, um, so it was definitely far, the far from finished build. Um, I, I didn't have too many issues with it, though. I thought it was fun. Um, the online gameplay was fun. I didn't. We didn't have any issues with it. We even uh, won a few games. Um, the game. I thought the gameplay was fun and didn't have any issues with that. I'm, I'm still going to buy Destiny. Uh, NHL, um, I actually deleted the NHL um beta last night i played you know the few hours of it i'm like yeah i don't need this on my hard drive anymore so i went ahead and deleted it um i'm still gonna buy it but i i I felt there was a lot of um um glitches and things that were to be worked on but i'm not gonna judge the final game off the beta and i haven't really had a time where i made the decision oh i'm definitely buying this game based on the beta um because i I don't think betas are for that it's just to give you a taste and then also to test their servers as well. That's really why they have betas nowadays is to test their servers. Mm, stress test. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a stress test now, and I I don't know. Like if it's a demo or the free, um, you know, ten hours of playtime on on EA access, then I think it's totally fair to judge a game and make a decision based on that. Mm-hmm. I think too many players go into betas or alphas, though, and determine whether or not they're going to buy a game based on that because they assume that's the game. Yeah. And it's not. And, mm-hmm. like, I remember I had... I wasn't 100% sure on Titanfall 2 last year after playing that um, technical alpha. Yeah. But I remembered, hey, it's an alpha. They're testing their servers. They're They're testing all this stuff. It's not the final game. And the final game was exactly what I wanted it to be. It was great. Yeah. I don't think it's fair. I think too many players now judge games on betas, and they treat betas as if they're a demo. Yeah. And All right, but... Yeah. I got an argument for you here. Mm-hmm. All right, now, okay. I know everybody loves it when we go into detail about NHL, but NHL 18, the gameplay of it, okay, so the AI is better. Yes, right. Mm-hmm. But there are still the same things that have been going on for the past two years that are going on in this this beta not being not being able to pick up the puck just running right by it you know saluting you know um all kinds of stuff that just never ever gets addressed you know but they'll throw in they'll throw in a mascot now where you know sits there and does a little jig on the side of the ice while you're you know leveling up your team and everything like that i i find personally that in that specific game, when I'm not able to pick up the pucks getting by it, that's one out of 50. Most of the time, I'm able to get a stick on it or do something. When I don't pass correctly or I don't complete a hit or I don't do something else or I don't, uh, I take a penalty, that's my fault. 
I, I messed up. And it's, uh, I mean, that's just how I've always what seen do, it. What so, are we talking about here? Because I think we're talking about two different things. Because well, no, I'm talking like, about stuff that they said that they would address and fix that they never did. Like on that one spot I, I told you about, right over there by the player benches. That spot is notorious for not being able to pick up the puck when it's when it's just right there and, you know, freaking happy Gilmore could pick it up. And you miss it mm -hmm. constantly, you know? So, and it's still not been addressed, even though they have they they have said, you know, well, we're going to fix this and everything like that. But, no, we didn't. But 18, the, the 18 beta isn't the final game either. So Yeah, but... So judge not until final product. Yeah, um, I mean... I, I I wasn't even taking it seriously last night. Like I was just no. wanting to get a. Oh really? It. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. None of us were taking it seriously last no, night. We you know, that's what made, that's what made it fun. Yeah. You know, was because we're just goofing around and just seeing all the crazy things we could do in the ice and seeing what would happen. Yeah. And, I, and the other team had a field day, I'm sure. But uh, um, <laughs> no, I mean, there there were some issues, but I'm not gonna judge the final game. I'm I, I just hope that it it felt really clunky. Um, is a totally different feel from NHL 17, but I'm not going to base the final game. I'm still getting it. Um, there's there's been few, very few times where I played a beta. And I'm just like, this game sucks. I'm not I'm not buying it. I don't think that's ever yeah. ever happened. Weird, because it didn't feel any different to me. Oh, the game feels so different to me. Uh, there's yeah. a lot different hmm. in this game. I'd agree with Tyler on that. Um, I I don't hold sports games to the standard of perfection and. There's going to be glitches and crap in sports games. There are. Every year, no matter what the game is. And because they have a one... Actually, they don't even have a one-year development cycle. They have yeah. probably a nine-month development cycle. And but, like, a thing, too, for NHL, like, I see, like, where you're talking about frustration with not picking up the puck, where you think, oh, you skate or you should pick it up. But, like, I play hockey on the Wednesdays, and... Mm -hmm. I find I'm in some of that situation where I feel like I should have picked up the puck, but I completely miss it. So, mm -hmm. like, I see how it it's more realistic, but it is frustrating because you think you should be able to pick it up because maybe if I was a superstar, I'm not saying I'm, I'm, I'm to the caliber of the players. Right. But I don't know about these EHL players. Like, if you had a player from the game, like, say, Crosby, one of the higher-rated players, if they would be better at picking it up and they just, like, they kind of treat it like a shinny where you're just like throwing in your playing hockey, right? Like, I, I don't know if that's the, what they're going for. Well, but to me, watch, it does feel more. You can watch the NHL and, you know, if a, if a puck gets into a player's skates, they don't handle it cleanly. Yeah. If, you know, you'll see guys skate by a puck sometimes and not clean, not pick it up cleanly. And and the other, the bottom line is too, I mean, there's people trying to stop you and they're usually right on top of you. And that's part of it too. I mean, sometimes they get their stick in there, and sometimes they don't make the pass not fire off correctly, and sometimes they keep you from picking it up. And, okay, you know, I'm going to end this debate, but yeah. the fact of the matter is, is the three times that this has happened to me, there's been nobody around, either the, the puck is coasting in front of me, and I couldn't have a better chance of picking it up, or it's just sitting there in that same exact dead spot that was in the last two games that they said that they were going to address. Mm -hmm. They have not addressed it, and that's it. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's always going to be things in sports games, whether it's Madden or NHL or NBA 2K or MLB The Show. As good as MLB The Show is, yeah. that has things in it too. And mm -hmm. they're just there. And the I think it comes down to with sports games, and I know a lot of our listeners don't 
playing a lot of sports games, so I apologize for this rant, but or this discussion. But um, there's if you if you focus on the things that are wrong, you're gonna hate it. And if you just accept there's gonna be things every year, and just go with it, it'll be fine, and it'll still be fun. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, you have to. I go in every year accepting that there's gonna be stupid things that occur. They're just are, and that, that way I don't focus on them and dwell on them, and it's still a fun experience. So, but uh, anyway, um, what anything else, Eugene, that we have? Uh, no, no, no. We did not have any. Okay. <laughs> no, no. We we didn't have any more questions. Okay. So no more. Let's uh, let's wrap up and get out of here. And uh, I'll remind you guys to head on over to Facebook and join the uh, Gaming Culture Radio forums. Submit questions to have a chance to win our monthly giveaways. You can also get all your gaming news over at cultureofgaming.com. And when you're there, please check out our Twitch page and our YouTube page to get all uh, both the latest gaming news and uh, see some cool content on Twitch and YouTube. So with that, for... Graham, Mike, and Eugene. I'm Tyler saying thank you so much for listening to episode number 64 of Gaming Culture Radio. We'll be back next week with number 65, heading into August, because games comes right around the corner. We'll oh, talking, yes. We'll be talking more about our games kind of schedule, and I think we have some uh, a couple of cool changes coming after games come that we're going to talk to you about. But until then, everybody, um, stay safe, have a great week, and play some great games. We'll talk to you next week. Happy gaming. See you guys. Good luck with that time management.